When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Better call, baby, hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome. We are live on Sunday afternoon, evening, Pacific time. Uh, live on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button. Subscribe to the YouTube. We appreciate that a lot. Like the video. We appreciate that a lot. If you want to comment uh, either on the live version or the uh after the fact version, that's great. Comment for the algorithm. And you can also check out our podcast down in the description below. Subscribe to that and uh, get the audio version of this show. I just saw uh, imagine losing to a Twitch streamer uh, in the comments. Uh, it's just it's been a bananas day of football, guy. Not a good gambling day either for us. No, uh, lock, locked on lock today. Um, you know, Trey Lance got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo played, the 49ers won. Bits of crazy other games in the league that we'll talk about. And as we are starting this live stream, those of you listening to the podcast already know what happened, but the nearly heartbreak for John's Raiders. It looks as though the Cardinals have tied the game with no time left on the clock, but that is uh, under review. We'd be headed to overtime. That would, uh, whoever loses in overtime, assuming they don't tie, is going to be 0 2. That's right. That's right. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on that game, even though for those of you, Listening to this, you already uh, know what happened. Man, wild day. Uh, j- just a complete mix of um, of emotions. But before we dive into all that and try to make sense of it, we want to tell you that we are sponsored by our friends, Tito's. Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito's Vodka uh, was a part of our Friday afternoon. We hit the golf course, some John Daly's before uh, the first tee. And uh, it helped make for a uh, fantastic day. Yeah, the Tito's were part of my uh, Saturday night as well, uh, watching the dogs uh, lose and our guy Hainer get hurt. And, you know, I'm sure Tito's is a big part of a lot of people's lives here on Sunday, whether your team's lost, if you're listening to this, Trey Lance going down, the Tito's was made for emotions, and they were made to make your emotions you feel a little bit better. Just pour yourself a cocktail, Tito soda, John Daly, I espresso martinis last night. I, I was nice. I, I was getting tired, guy, and that – Fresno State game was on late. You, you watch football all day. You, you don't realize. Yeah, I understand how dogs, you know, that you just sleep all day. And you go, well, if you just lounge around all day, you don't have the energy, you know. And you, I need a little pick-me-up. Espresso martini, and I make it Tito's. And they brought him out, and I slammed him down about three. Yeah, I mean, that was the order, too, when we ordered the uh, John Daly's. It was John Daly's Tito's. And uh, Steve, the bartender, 
uh, Steve, right? Steve, the bartender? Steve, yeah, Steve. Steve, bartender, was uh, happy to accommodate. He basically looked at us like, duh, what else would I use? And then he mixed them up. Did you see his secret His secret mix was just a can of the the tea, the mixed yeah. tea. <laughs> he just had a can. He just popped the can, poured it. And um, you see his dual pour. He went Tito's bottle and the John Daly at the same time. There's there a stiff one. There, heavy pour. <laughs> heavy, heavy pour. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, a soldier field rain. Heavy pour. Uh, so Tito's handmade vodka, John, it is, uh, it is the, the vodka of choice. It is the drink of choice for Haberman and Middlecoff and, uh, for so many of our listeners. And also it turns out for America because it's the number one vodka in America. It's, uh, the choice for the uh, world spirits competition for the chairman's trophy, world best vodka tonic, and, uh, many others distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof crafted to be savored responsibly. Tito's thank you for your support. Everybody listening and watching, thank you for your support of Tito's. Send us, DM us, tag us in pictures of you enjoying Tito's. Thank you for that as well. Did you see the? I, I don't know if we were tagged both in it. Someone forwarded me at the DM at the Oregon BYU game. A bunch of Oregon fans handed a couple Mormon guys uh, a huge thing of Tito's. Missionaries, not just Mormon <laughs> guys, like guys on their missions in the button ups and the ties, holding the yeah. good book. Messed up. Go Ducks. The guy, the guy slammed the handle, right? <laughs> he did. Sl- it. Slammed it. I didn't know if it was one of those, you know, reels that they kind of set up, but I, I it felt real to me. Yeah, could have been. Either way, I had to watch it several times to figure out what exactly was happening. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. We're, uh, we're also brought to you by DraftKings. Lock of the week, John. We are rolling. NFL action. See if you say it, it's true. NFL action is in full sp- uh, swing at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just five bucks on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Pretty simple. Very easy, guy. You just. Uh... Plus, everyone can boost their winnings with the DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. We haven't told you guys about this one yet. Right now, for every leg you add to your parlay, you boost your winnings up to 100%. So payouts are bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code HAM to get 200 bucks in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any game. That's code HAM. H-A-M. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do that. Yeah. I heard from somebody, uh, a guy I know uh, has spent some time in L.A., told me, we started texting. He's like, I just saw John Ham, two M's. Oh, John Ham, yeah. At the Apple store. He was very normal. I said, Oh, that's cool. He seems like a cool guy. He said, You know Ham's nickname around LA? And I said, No, I, I don't. What is it? He said, Hammer. And I was just like, Yeah, that makes sense. It's his name. And he's like, Nope, not because of his name. Yeah. I I mean, I, I put two and two together really quickly. I, I would say, John Hamm has some like older Hollywood Jimmy Garoppolo vibes. You just look at him, you go, God damn, that's a good looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I bet that he just lays the hammer down. Uh, I've always been a big John Hamm guy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, John, at uh, DraftKings right now, um, we got the Sunday night game, which uh, we have not watched yet, obviously. Two games on Monday night, if you want to get it on that. Titans right now plus 10 at the Bills, like Vikings that. plus two and a half at the Eagles. That's a pretty good uh, double header, actually. But it's not a double header. They're going to be on kind of at the same time. Yeah, I don't like that. 
I just start one again. I, you and I work from home at two o'clock in the afternoon. I just go two and five. Would have been fine with me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like uh, the COVID year when there was like a Wednesday one o'clock Monday night game. <laughs> You'd be like Raiders Browns coming up at eleven o'clock on Wednesday. Like cool. <laughs> Raiders are down 17 players and uh, only had three days notice for this game change, but whatever. We got a triple header coming up on Tuesday. Sweet. I'm in. Yep. Defensive lineman playing quarterback for the Broncos today. Remember that? Remember the wide receiver had to play quarterback for the Broncos? That's right. Didn't the and the 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 Patriots ended up playing or the Chiefs ended up playing some weird game on short Yeah, they, notice? they got screwed. A lot of people got screwed. All right, news of the day, John. Um, you know, I, no matter how we start this conversation, people will be outraged. But um, because it's a very hot topic, whether or not Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, just his mere presence was good for Trey, was been a topic for a long time to the point that Trey Lance has become really, I think, the biggest story in the NFL. And uh, while a lot of wild things happen on Sunday, the biggest story in the NFL, or one of them without any debate, is going to be that Trey Lance got hurt. Kyle Shanahan announced after the game a broken ankle. Um, they already scheduled surgery. It will be Monday, and Trey Lance is out for the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it's crazy. It's only a couple hours after it happened, and when the play happened after he had some pretty impressive runs, I would say two of the better runs of his career, one of the runs was really just, damn, that's a really good run. He goes down, and he kind of hopped back up, and then he immediately dropped down. And then within, would you say, Five minutes, the cart's out, and it's pretty clear this bad boy's over. Some pictures. You immediately text me after we're, everyone's doing detective work. It had DAC vibes. And, you know, if you've seen the picture now, I think uh, you don't need to be pro football doc on Twitter to know that it's basically the DAC injury. Uh, I think he tweeted that actually. It's a good thing. No Alex Smith, Tibia break, but the, and then you see the picture. It's, it, it's over. And I, I think. The crazy part about this injury specifically is it, in a weird way, I, I, you know, listen, no one, we were rooting for this thing to work and go well, but this injury, unlike Dak, who was entrenched as a starting quarterback, who they were already franchise tagging and he was going nowhere, it's hard to say this doesn't kind of derail his career. I don't mean it ends it or anything, but the career was already kind of weird. It wasn't, I would say, going super smoothly in very limited action given you and I have been talking about it for eight months, the pressure on this. Trevor Lawrence, who actually looks pretty sweet, there's just no pressure, right? Justin Fields, they haven't played yet, but it doesn't matter. Mac Jones kind of matters, I guess, but most people think his team sucks. Zach Wilson's fucking hurt. Flacco's winning games, hugging Robert Saul. They're like kissing each other, guy. Yeah. Saul is so happy that, that Flacco can complete passes. This thing, the pressure was just immense. And now it's just two straight years. Again, he's not really playing, right? Three, what would this be? Two, four career starts now going yeah. into year three? Well, and, you know, the factor in the COVID year thing, he's had five starts in three years. It's pretty crazy for a guy that didn't have much playing time before. Everybody's heard that, um, that acronym, KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. And just nothing's been simple to this point for Trey Lance. When when he got drafted, we all thought there's no better place for him. And, you know, we'll talk about is it somebody's fault. But a lot of this has been out of his control. Um, the fact that he arrived and Jimmy was there, the fact that Jimmy stayed and that created pressure. And it doesn't have anything to do with the injury. 
but it just creates this world that complicates his future and the injury complicates his future. I thought, I thought, you know, there's multiple elements. There is, he's got to overcome an injury now. And Orlovsky put it well today too. He will go three years without playing extended football, right? That's what Orlovsky tweeted. Kind of what it was a great point you just made. There's, he played. Injuries. He played. Guy. He played Morris rookie season, right, with the two two starts and the half game. Then he will have this season as the full time starter. Practiced as the backup quarterback every week. Right. Remember, he was like uh, they would be playing random teams and be like, "Oh, Trace Kyler this week." Right. He he would just he was a scout team quarterback, <laughs> kind of like Jimmy was last week. Remember, it was like Jimmy Garoppolo acting as Justin Fields in practice. Well, that's a big difference than taking the reps with Debo Ayuk when George comes back. I just I hate using this word. I'm not I'm not trying to be negative. I I wanted him to be cool. Like he he clearly has more physical gifts than Jimmy. Like I, I'm rooting to watch a Josh Allen type. Right. We think we all are in agreement there. Everyone's in agreement. They want to watch a high end quarterback talent wise with this group. But that to me is I'm not saying officially over, but it is the the future now to me is just in complete question. And it's just, it, like you said, it's not necessarily, he didn't want this. We'll get into Kyle, his impact on this, how we got here. But the simple fact is we're here. Like this yeah. happened, his his ankle was shattered, or I, I, maybe it wasn't shattered, but clearly pointing the other way. And his season is over. How many quarterbacks before he's established what he is, right? At a time that's critical in his development. This is the biggest quarterback injury of the year by far, so far, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Dak, it's the biggest in the sense that that he's out for the year. Dak's going to come back. Oh, yeah, but, Dak you know, got hurt last week. The Cowboys right. did did win without him um, against the Bengals. Some parallel? Rush. That game did end, right? Or no? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, they kicked a the game-winning field goal. So, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, we'll see, got hurt at a critical time in his career, but he's going to be back. Trey is, I think we can all, There's there's a lot of debate um, that I get it, you get it from people who think we're rooting. Some some people think we're too hard on Trey, or that we're rooting for Jimmy to play, or that we like Jimmy too much. When I've always been we like Jimmy too much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, you know, I think it's just evidence that it's a nuanced conversation. It's not black and white. We think Jimmy has a ceiling, and we wanted Trey to play, but we also questioned what could Trey get to his ceiling. What everybody I think can universally agree on, even if you debate, like there could be a disagreement about whether you think today Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Trey Lance. I would say, yes, he gives them a better chance to win on a given day. But You think you could debate that? Like, as of today, I, the Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo I, is... I, 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 I think I, it's pretty undebatable. Like, he's Jimmy's no, better no, player. No, 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 Because I, I think all of this stuff is pretty debatable. And Jimmy has a ceiling on him. So even though I would side with the Jimmy gives him a better chance to win today, my point is for the sake of, of kind of proving that we just... I just want to see the most wins, as you've said. Let's just say, let's. I'll just ask you to accept for a moment that it's debatable who's better right now, who gives you a better chance to win on a given day, okay? Just for the sake of argument, accept that that's debatable because people are debating it. But just for your, just accept that for a second. I think even then, what everybody could agree on, even if you would argue they're better off on a given Sunday with Jimmy or they're better off on a given Sunday with Trey, I think the thing everyone would agree on, John, is that Trey Lance needs to play. Whatever he's going to be, whatever he should become, he has no chance of getting there if he doesn't play. And he's not going to play now. He's just not going to play. I Here's the one thing. We've been, we were critical. Kind of, an, kind of an unprecedented, given his draft status, 
because a guy who gets drafted that high typically has played a lot in college, right? Or definitely the season before. Even Mitch, when he was drafted two or whatever, yeah, two, had been the full-time starter the year before for North Carolina. So right. when he came to the Bears, he had been starting. Mm-hmm. This guy, no starting the year before he was drafted, beside the one game, and no one really even counts it because it was a joke. Last year, two starts, and then this year, one, two starts technically, but he lasted, you know, five minutes into a game. Yeah. I would say this too, like this is, I think, the nuance in the way we've talked about him for the people who think we've been overly critical of Trey. It's like we just break down the individual game. Here's what it looks like, and here's how it projects. But I don't think anybody has believed that he's just what he is is set in stone based on the week he played against the Bears and what we saw in the preseason and what he did last year. There's there is just nothing but a massive question about what will he become. And um, you know, we we don't we don't get that answer this year. Would you agree, you and I, you know, looks like the Raiders might have a chance to drive and win this thing, but like Derek, Tannehill, that group that we talk a lot about, Dak, Cousins, just polarizing. But yeah. their success, they've all made the playoffs. They've been starting quarterbacks for years combined. If you added them all up, it'd be a lot of years for them all, right? So they're polarizing just as a lot of starting quarterbacks become polarized, just like Anthony Davis is pol- You know, players get polarizing that play a lot. I would say this was the most true polarizing argument where it was just like no one really knew. Like at the end of the day, you know Cousins plays a ton, throws a ton of touchdowns, and his teams make the playoffs like every other year. Derek, you know, has made the playoffs a couple times starting quarterback. Dak, same thing, right? It's like those guys have some tangible data. Ultimately, the thing with Trey, he is the number one polarizing conversation that every show and everyone that does talks about football and a lot of just random football fans have where there is just no substance behind it because – no fault of anyone's own. There just isn't any substance. It's just all like, well, the practice today was awesome. Or, damn, right. guy, that practice today was sweet. Or even the first fucking game, it was like, well, monsoon conditions. <laughs> and that's fair. Like, it was monsoon conditions, right? <laughs> it was like, And now it's like ankle shattered. A little Jimmy Garoppolo-ish backup quarterback for Brady. Only got a couple starts, then got hurt. Then he gets traded, has the five games. And then the next year, like, you know, is he good? Is it Was that a flash in the pan? It's like, this year is going to be good. And then he tears ACL. And it, it, think about how long. That's like five and a half, six years of just kind of unknown. Now, the Jimmy conversation probably didn't pick up till like his second or third year. Like his first year as a rookie, like no one was like. It, it might have even been probably going into year three. So that conversation lasted like three years. Yeah. Last year on the Patriots, a couple years with the Niners, until he just kind of entrenched. Now, you could say 19, he was still a pretty polarizing player, but he was putting data together. Like, there's just no data. There's just – I I know this. It really sucks. Like, no one roots for anyone to have an injury like that where you get carted off the field. It's It's devastating. I mean, it sucks. Your season is derailed, but, like – it, it it I didn't feel great about the direction and it was going. And I'm just judging it off of the coach who clearly didn't feel comfortable calling plays for this player. We can get into Kyle, but like the the whole situation with the player, with the head coach, Twitter thinks they fucking know football. Like they're better smarter than Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan does not think or did not think that Trey Lance is a good thrower of the football right now. He was not willing to call plays that he immediately started doing for Jimmy Garoppolo. That is not argue- That's not an opinion. That's a fact. We saw it. 
We saw it. Derek just threw a pick six, I think. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You're, you're ahead of me. John's ahead of me. Everybody pause for a second. <laughs> Carr just threw a pick six. God, you're way ahead of me. No, f- fumble. Fumble six. Fumble six. That is the most – what an outrageous finish. That's pretty crazy. Well, uh, I got to go, John. Raiders postgame pod. Okay. Raider guy pod. Um, yeah, I thought so, – so, so I think a lot of opinions – The I always say this. Coaches talk and they, they try to use words to protect them. And you can judge what coaches think of players by the way they do stuff, right? If they say, we really like this guy and then he never plays, right? Or coordinators, the way they talk about a player and the way then they use a player. So the way Kyle talked about Trey to me, not about the human, but about his game, is somewhat irrelevant given what we've watched. We know the way he feels about his ability to throw the football. Not his arm strength, but his... I, I think it's pretty clear he did not view him as an accurate player right now. And he trusting him to win a game, which going into today was must-win. It's a must-win game. The Niners could not start 0-2. It's, it, it couldn't happen, especially Seattle, who it's pretty clear, like, week one, that was a Super Bowl, probably not going to be the greatest team. But he was going to try to win the game by running the football. And that is Trey's best quality. It's like, whoa, did you run it up the middle? Well, unlike Kyler, who had a miraculous game-tying touchdown, right? Elite outside speed. Lamar Jackson, elite outside speed. Josh Allen plays way faster than Trey. You can't run Trey on sweep. Someone tweeted at me, Steve Young and Kaepernick, they ran outside. They're way faster than Trey Lance. Trey Lance actually isn't that fast. Now, he is a powerful guy, so what's his best run? What's his best play right now? Running up the middle. And there were a couple plays in that game. It worked. Remember the Cardinal game last year? Kind of worked there, too, a couple times. And it ultimately cost him. But the re- like, why was Kyle calling that play? Because it's one of the only fucking plays that works. Do you think Kyle would rather just run normal plays? Of course he would. But for whatever reason in practice, you and I aren't privy to go. Neither is the media. Only the team. And I think the team's very protective of him. We know people on the team. Like, I'm not, they're not going to badmouth the guy, kid, you know, if he's making bad throws or whatever. But for whatever reason, they don't have the confidence to just run basic pass plays for him. And the play they think he's going to be most successful, and the reason he kept calling it like that's that's insane to do that week too. Well, yeah, that's the only play he thinks he's good at. That's Kyle's opinion, who I think we can all agree. Like Kyle knows a thing or two about offensive football, so this notion that like Kyle royally fucked up, bullshit. Kyle thinks if he throws the ball, he's going to lose the game. That was their thought as a I would say as a staff coming into the game. I I got I said it immediately after it happened. And so we thought it was being dramatic, but I agree with you. It's not being dramatic at all. It was clear that that was what he believed the best way to win. I I think what was also clear was he had done the calculation, which every coach does. Kyle has had running backs hurt consistently. Every time he's coached a season, he's had multiple running backs hurt. He knows that running the ball can get a guy hurt. And so it wasn't just me that did the calculation, this is the way we win the game. His calculation was, the risk that comes with running my quarterback is worth it because the number one thing we must do is win the game, even if that puts Trey Lance at risk. And I know he said after the game, hey, just watch football. This is what people do, right? Um, That's fine. Yeah, it is. Josh Allen does it. A lot of people do it. But the one thing I would say, John, consistently, and I don't want to jump to a conclusion. It's so hard to know. I think Trey has looked uncomfortable running the football. 
I went back and watched Josh Allen's first you, game. You, you've been saying that since, since we've seen him. Josh Allen does not look uncomfortable when he runs the football. Trey looks to me, and I've said it, I, I think at times he's unsure how to finish a run. I don't. It doesn't mean he can't. It just means I think it's a result of a lack of experience <clears throat> playing against players who can really hurt him. At, at, in college, players could not really hurt him. He could... He, admi- he, admi- he admitted that earlier this week. He yes, said the biggest and, difference, side speed is that, and violence. Is, is that why he got hurt? I don't know. Would he have gotten hurt in the pocket? Maybe. But here's what I know. The 49ers ran 15 plays with Trey Lance today. 12 of those 15 plays were run plays. Of those 12 run plays, they were basically evenly distributed among four players. Debo, Wilson, him. Debo had two. Ty Davis-Price had four. Three apiece for Jeff Wilson Jr. and Trey Lance. So we could debate it, but he was getting as many. He was getting runs in line with how the running backs run the football. Well, Debo's plays, not technically a running back and a highly paid guy. No, fifteen plays, twelve runs. So it was twenty percent pass and eighty percent run with Trey Lance. Now the end of the stats, the end of the game. Ignore Jimmy Garoppolo comes into the game, and by the end of the first half, he'd run uh, eighteen plays. Of those eighteen plays, eleven of them were passes. And seven of them were runs. So in the first half, and obviously he's not, and obviously he's not running, right? <laughs> and, and he's not running. They were sixty percent pass after they were twenty percent pass with Trey. In fact, it only took five plays for Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball more than Trey Lance had in the first twelve plays. So three pass attempts in twelve plays for Trey, four pass attempts in five plays for Garoppolo. And it was exactly what what does a coach do? They they want to put their players in position to make plays. And this is we could debate is that Kyle's fault? Did he make a mistake? Maurice, who's very I'm generous a, here, says file fire Kyle. He's an OC, not a head coach. His decision making screams it. I won't yell at you because you gave us 50 bucks. But he is saying you now you could argue you think Kyle's assessment is wrong, but that is his evaluation. The better way to win with Jimmy is to throw. And right now, the better way to win with Trey was to run. And Trey got hurt on a run. It doesn't mean Jimmy's not. Jimmy almost, I mean, Jimmy ran into, I don't know why he was doing running Jimmy at the end of the game. Like, is he trying to get to Brock Purdy? But there's the math right there. Well, I'm going to use, God, we're getting, people are busting drinking some Tito's. Maurice against Maurice again. Maurice. Okay. Okay. He said, what are we talking about? How can you develop him if he won't allow him to throw the ball? Kyle is a coward. Well, here's the problem. Kyle has to win this game. They have a fucking Super Bowl-level roster. It's about winning this game. So you can't... He's not going to throw it over over and let him skip the ball into the ground and keep going three and out. And just like, heart of development. See Trent and and Fred and Kittle and Ayuk and Debo? That's the whole point. They are trying to win this game. So developing him, how did they... What did they do with Kaepernick? When they got him in and he was nowhere near ready to throw besides some deep bombs, they ran the pistol. And he was awesome at it. And remember, it's like no one ever like, they're putting him in harm's way. Why? Because Kaepernick was instinctive. It came naturally to him because he had mastered it. Well, the only thing this guy can kind of do effectively, because again, it turns out Seattle wasn't that good, but coming into this game, Kyle took them seriously. How could you not? You're 0-1. You're 0-1, and they just kick some ass. Like, the, or I mean, kicked ass would be strong, but they were more than respectable. Like You take them seriously based off that game. Would they have been cool? Would everyone in this chat have been cool? Would just going three and out, three and out, three and out if he's just missing deep out routes? 
Because I remember when Kaepernick, they started throwing it all the time. Remember when they tried to force the more modern offense and, it, and everyone freaked? And it was like, just let him run. And you could tell Kaepernick didn't really want to run. That's not the case here. Trey was trying to run. It's the only thing he's effective at doing. The, the head coach thinks. Because when we saw him pass last week, balls were kind of all over the place. It's the number one thing that every single person has been talking about. Accuracy issues. That's not, that's not debatable. He has accuracy issues. So if you're just going to be like, well, throw the ball all the time. And then he has accuracy issues, and all of a sudden you lose, everyone's going to be furious. He gets hurt on a play. Lamar Jackson is turning down like $180 million, $130 at the moment he signs his contract. He's running around all the time. <laughs> and He doesn't get hurt. Like, these guys are running quarterbacks. So, like, part of being a running quarterback, I watched Josh Allen stiff-arm people into the ground. I watched Kyler Murray give the fucking little guy credit, ran a touchdown in to basically save their season. Might have ruined the Raiders. <laughs> but run around. Like, it wasn't part of this. Did like, you see what happened Lance? by the end? I don't want to distract us from this topic, but they had to review it because he almost threw the ball before he broke the plan of the goal line. <laughs> I just did. Did Sean Jackson sell? Yeah, he threw, like throw it into the, yeah, yeah, the stands. Yeah. But it was like as he crossed the goal line. But that's so, so. So here's the thing: everyone, including myself, was like circle jerking about having this sweet athletic quarterback. Right? That's the modern NFL: run around, making plays, and then he runs around and gets his ankle shattered. You know what I mean? Because like, here's where you have been dead on. He's not really a confident runner. So he's not a confident runner. Kaepernick, listen, inaccurate. Early Kaepernick was as confident as a runner as the NFL has ever seen. Well, makes sense. He had he had he had gotten like a a Harvard business degree in running the football at Nevada, and he had mastered it. He was so a this thousand guy, yard rusher as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, a he, thousand yard rusher as a quarterback, and, and it was just one it was year. elite. It was elite. I mean, he was he was elite at it. Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are elite at it. This guy. Freak injury, but he's not like that's not really his thing. But I, this is what Kyle would say. Well, what's he really good at? You guys want me to develop him? That's the thing. Develop him, develop him, and just lose games. That, that, what? What are we talking about? Kyle, we, we, you and I have said over and over, it's all about winning today and winning tomorrow. Now that so the Bills and Lamar, they operated like that too. They operated like that with Lamar. It's like how long is Lamar going to keep playing like this? He's been going four years now, like it. You watch their offense, it's pretty similar to what they've been doing. Yeah, yeah. I watch Kyler, they're running like options and shit. You see, as we're getting ready for it, they, they ran options all the time. Well, well, here's the thing. Trey can't run the option. Why? He's not faster than linebackers. He's not faster than linebackers. So I, I just, did people just want to watch it throw into the ground? Like it, it, like last week? How'd that go? Well, How was everyone last week with so, that? Yeah, I mean, so I think this is where the Niners are they set up the situation for themselves to be in a very difficult spot. How do you develop a quarterback when you have to win? How do you do that? Right. You usually start Jimmy Garoppolo and you just kind of work him on the back. Yeah. You work him on the back or you do what Kyle was doing, right? Which is, we're just going to do it this way. And as we win, maybe we'll be able to do the other stuff and slowly grow what he's comfortable with. But it, but when the thing he's most comfortable, well, I mean, not when his greatest weapon is his mobility, and I do think in some ways his mobility can help his 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 throwing. Right? I I don't think it's as simple as Trey can't throw, so he's only going to run. I think part of it is if we establish the run, it's going to make it easier for Trey to throw. Exactly. No one's saying he can't throw. It's just that he's exactly. an inaccurate thrower. So and no one's saying he would have never been able to throw. But when you're really inaccurate, it's hard to run an offense. Correct? Well, yeah. I mean, hard to run it. Yes. 
Yeah. But the problem is what you just said, the kind of catch 22 for the Niners, and they walked a tightrope with it last year. And we said it the second they drafted Trey and stuck with Jimmy, Kyle is walking a tightrope. We've been saying this for a year and a half. How do you try and do everything you can to win while also developing a quarterback? How do you do that? It'd, it'd be like if you only got in the car when you had to be somewhere, that's the only time you use the car. Family, the only time we're using the car is when we have to be somewhere. But you have a 16-year-old kid with a learner's permit. So when do you put them behind the wheel? Well, we no, we got to get to church. It's a 30-minute drive, and we got 30 minutes to be there. So do you put the kid behind the wheel or not? What do you do? How does he ever learn to drive if the only time you're in the car is when you have to be where you're going in the amount of time that you have? Very difficult. And that's, that's I think, what essentially trying to develop a quarterback while also winning football games is. It doesn't mean you can't eventually get there. I remember before I drove cross-country summer after high school with A.J. Riding, who has a stick-shift Honda Civic. My dad took me out in his old stick-shift car, and I learned to drive that car because I was going to have to drive it. Well, thank God, because the first time I got in A.J.'s car when it was my turn to drive, we were going through the Nevada mountain range in the rain. Thank God I I got this, boys. Thank God I'd <laughs> gone around freaking, you know, Fordham Drive three times at a couple of stop signs. It was not the same. It worked out. It was okay. Trial by fire. But that's not ideal. And I don't think any of us can really fully appreciate unless you've stood in. This is where when people say, like, you know, you guys don't understand what it's like. I do give players this. I don't think anybody can really imagine what it's like to stand in there, right? just how fast it is, how fast it all happens. And he, the reality is Trey's only stood in there four times, four games. Yeah. And I don't know if that's – maybe that injury would have happened to him if he'd been in the league five years and was the MVP. I don't know. But things were moving very quickly for him, and um, and I and I, I think it showed but, but a little bit. There have been a lot of running quarterbacks, I would say, over our, you know – I'm, you're about to turn 37, I'm about to turn 38, like in the last, I would say in our 30s, right? When you say in our 30s, we've seen an influx of very successful running quarterbacks. We've seen this injury, really major injuries happen to these guys very limited times. I'd argue like Lamar, Kyler, Josh Allens, even Dak. I mean, Dak was a pretty freaky deal. Yeah, right? it, 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 They feel very comfortable in space. I, I was always pushing back because I was like, I don't know if he really... I did see it on that play. Like he's when when you hesitate, even he's hesitating at a high level because he's an NFL athlete. But you're just a little hesitant. Like you watch Kyler, there is no fucking hesitation. You, as we were going, there was a player who scrambled around Max Crosby, who's clearly one of the better pass rushers in the league. Kyler's comfortable with him, like on his back, right? You watch Lamar; he's just so comfortable. Watch Jalen Hurts tomorrow. How comfortable he is! Just mo- I'm talking about moving. We're not talking about passing. We're just talking movement. With, with other guys in different colors in front of you. You watch Jalen, it's just like natural to him. You watch Lamar, it's natural to him. Kyler, it's like, this is, Kyler probably looked like that in peewee football, but it's just, he's just developed the reps and knows the speed and knows the angles. This kid just didn't have the angle. And how do you develop the instincts to run when you don't have him coming in the league? That's back to my Kaepernick thing. Kaepernick didn't need to develop it anymore. He just needed a couple reps to go, actually, my speed still translates here. I know how to do this play. I know how to run. I know what angle I like, right? Done it a million times, right? In practice with all, in games. Now, it might have been against Fresno and Boise. Okay, it's like, well, the first time I did it, oh, I am faster than Bobby Wagner. Okay, good. We're good to go, right? This guy, it's like, who, what is his 
you call a football game, something weird happens. You go, well, I've been calling football games now for 15 years. You know, when, when you, anything you do, you're in a sales call with a big meeting and something, there's a fucking curveball. You're like, oh my God. Well, if you've seen 18 different curveballs, you go, okay, just take it. We'll just yeah. do this instead. Yeah. I think there gets times where he's just like got nothing to fall back on. Like, and that's, you look at all the other Niners players in their own positions, Nick, like Bose is just so comfortable. Like, okay, this isn't working. I'll do this. This isn't working. Debo, I got to do this. I got to do this. Even Iuke, like I'll figure it out. Dwelly, Dwelly's much more comfortable as a football player. Why he's got a million reps the last three years. Kittle's hurt a lot, so he plays a lot. But you know what I mean? It's like uh, you watch Dwelly, you just go, NFL player. Like Dwelly, I don't know how much long, you know, if the Niners can afford it, but he'll be like, nine-year career. Because you're just comfortable playing. Like Trey just looks, you go, well, develop him. Well, I... This is not the Bears where nothing matters. This is every fucking thing matters because they got a loaded roster and they've been to two NFC Championship games in the last three years and they won four playoff games. They're, they're, the standard is just completely different. It's like, I'm sure you saw it, the, the video of UCLA celebrating. And you can go, well, you celebrate wins in football. They don't happen. For people that missed it, John, they beat South Alabama on a last-second field goal. Yeah, and then in the locker room, it, they went apeshit. And obviously, like Liners, all the USC guys were making fun of them. And you can go, listen, because I think it's easy to go, it's football, it's hard to win. And then you also go, yeah, there are standards. You know, like if – if I don't think Lincoln Riley would be happy with his team doing that if they were in a similar situation. And I don't know, not even use them. Let's just go to like Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. That would be completely unacceptable. And the standards for the – like UCLA football chip, he's kind of mailing it in, like whatever. It's like, who cares? You know, that's not like the 49ers ain't doing that. Like the 49ers standards are just different than typically when you draft in the top two or three, your team sucks. It's just, it's an outlier situation. And ideally, a couple years ago, you, you, you go earlier this week, you're like, you know, I threw Mahomes first game. That was ideal. It was like, it, took, it gave him a redshirt year. He got that one start, hits the ground, and he's just fucking pretty sweet. That would be ideal. Well, that wasn't really the case here. You know what's crazy is that, um, you know, I think we know this. We've talked about it. But Josh Allen has played one game this year. He's run the ball 10 times. Um, last year, Josh Allen had 17 games. He ran the ball 122 times. You could argue the Bills need to chill. <laughs> but but he's, so good, but he's so, and he's so he's, good at it. And listen, they didn't win a championship. It's not like they're winning a championship, let alone winning a championship easily. I think it's an example of that. You just, whatever tools you have, it is so hard to win in this league. You do whatever it is you must do in order to win. The Buffalo Bills with one of, uh, inarguably, one of the most valuable players in the NFL. Billion-dollar player. You put think? him in harm's way seven to ten times a game. Now, you, now, it's a little different because they're, you know, he's maybe he's a little bigger, stronger, faster, a better runner, whatever. But that's, that's the argument Kyle's making. It's like, hey, guys, I'm just doing everything it takes to win. And I think you can agree with that, but also acknowledge that when you run Trey Lance a lot, you are putting him at risk. And I wonder, would he do it differently if Jimmy was his backup quarterback or if it was just Purdy? I don't think he would. I think he would have done it the same way. But, you know, knowing he had, like Sean Payton said the other day, his little binky, his little safety blanket, a safety net waiting. I don't know. Maybe he would have done it differently. I, I watched a little pregame show today, first time in a long time. Sean Payton's pretty good on TV. Was he? I saw they did the little thing with him wearing the visor, pretending like he was doing a halftime interview with Kurt Menefee. He just, he just well spoken, knows his shit. Got yeah. got a little shit to him, you know. He's just, yeah. he's just, he's comes pretty funny. natural. Kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, just 
natural TV guy. Now you could argue he's been Maurice. Keep some of your money. Yeah, you know? we appreciate the donations, but it's, please, it's, it's, you know, save it for no kids. We're gonna, maybe we're, later, right? <laughs> uh, when we get in the playoffs and Jimmy throws ten times and runs the ball thirty times, are we going to be saying Jimmy can't throw because that's what happened? Well, there are two separate conversations going on. One is just about Trey Lance. I don't think anyone has any elute. We we have a large body of work on Jimmy Garoppolo, and I thought today he was better than he normally is. Right, he was better than he normally is. What will he be as the season goes on? Probably about the same as what we've always seen. Some highs, some lows. Get ready for the roller coaster. We'll dive into that conversation later. Get ready for the roller coaster, ladies and gentlemen. We've been on this ride before. But that's a separate conversation from the Trey thing. Jimmy is absolutely limited. Well, I think before, we'll dive into Jimmy here a lot coming up. But the Trey, a lot of the conversation is like, we traded all these picks and he can't throw. We traded. What about all the picks? We said it at the time. One, you had to swing for the fences. That's the whole point of the move. You could not take Mac Jones. And they swung for the fences. But as everyone who's followed football, everyone who's followed the sport knows there is no guarantee if they took Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, that guy was a lock to be good. That's not the way the thing works. Absolutely. So it's like part of this is we waste all those picks. Well, whoever you would have took, right? It what The risk is there. The risk is there when you take players. For every, like, I'm watching the Tampa game today, and it's like, Holy shit, Devin White is really good. I mean, I can't. You can't watch the Bucks with Devin White not doing multiple things a game. Where you're like, is that like Navarro Bowman or something? But you just—I thought he was going to be sweet. He was sweet at LSU, but we've seen a lot of guys be sweet in college and not like Orlando McClain. Like it happens. There, there is no guarantee. Do you remember a couple years ago, the best offensive lineman was Worfs? That, that was like the offensive lineman heavy draft. And like four guys went ahead of him. You, no one knows this at the time, and quarterbacks. Is, it's pretty clear, right? Is infinitely harder unless it's Trevor Lawrence is pretty sweet. Like, I think we have to acknowledge, like, guy's going to be pretty good now that he has a real coach. Sorry, John. I'm just, distra- I'm laughing because it turns out in the chat, Maurice, we thought was giving us 50 bucks per comment, is paying in pesos. MXN, $50 is Mexican pesos. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, what happens is on YouTube, people can throw money into their comments. And it keeps saying MXN 50 bucks. I just thought MXN was his name. No, MXN is Mexican peso. So it's really like $2.50. Gracias, Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Maurice said I wouldn't be dropping rent money in the super chat. Yeah. Got him. That's funny. That's an all time. That's a good one. That's good. That's a good good. one. But but, but I just think that that, because that's a conversation that I think big picture is going to be reflective of Kyle, John, the franchise, the trade. To me, I have no issue with the trade, and I have no issue swinging. I, I think it's been somewhat of an indictment just how difficult this is. And what a difficult – you and I kept saying it, and some people would get like offended when you use the word project. Like He's one of the all-time greatest projects ever. When you factor in COVID, the missed year, his just career. Where he it's played a, college football. Where he played college football, the projection – the team that he was going to that wasn't just like a project team. I would imagine it would have looked a lot different if they had done that Kyle's first year when they were really shitty in just a couple of years, like whatever, just figure it out as we go. And we could have maybe been critical of like, you know, do you just let them throw, let them work some stuff out while you're running them. But this is Kyle's desperately trying to be a home playoff game. Yeah. Like, well, and look, I mean, and that's what every fan is. I'm, I'm sorry. He has to win. I, whether he's criticized for, 
for uh, the play call or whether there is it's it's if Trey doesn't work out and Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback in 2023, if if it doesn't work out, there's plenty of blame for Kyle for maybe the evaluation for the lack of the ability to develop Trey for the plan with Trey for um, trading up without really maybe you traded up not loving the guy you traded up just to evaluate guys whatever there is going to be plenty of blame to go around and the only way out is to win football games whether Trey is your starting quarterback or Trey is your backup quarterback the only way out of that is to win games the only way out is to win games so whether you justify the trade by playing Trey and just running the ball with him and winning games that way or you win games with Jimmy Garoppolo that's the only way to overcome it Right, you either make it a success or you overcome the failure. That's the only way out is to win football games. And um, you know, I think Kyle Shanahan showed us that's what he thinks back when Mike Shanahan was the head coach and Kyle was the OC. And um, he's showing it again. He showed it again, and now he's got to go win with Jimmy, which we know is not his preferred method because he traded for a quarterback to replace Jimmy. Then he didn't like, even know back, who was at the time. I always go back to this, like the idea that Kyle loves Jimmy. He traded three, well, two ones and swapped another one to replace them. So we can't love them that much. No, I'm with you. Javier asked, do you think they look for another quarterback because of what has transpired? No. What does that mean? Well, like add another quarterback. I mean, they oh, got Jimmy and Brock. No, we're one snap away from Brock Purdy. Yeah. Thank God they didn't put him on waivers, even though we probably would have cleared. Well, I don't know. I saw Sudfeld talk, sitting right next to Goff today doing some of these. You just—he's the backup. He—he's—he's he's one snap away from being the Lions' starting quarterback. You just never know in this league, man. Quarterbacks appreciate it. Uh, John, let's tell the people about <clears throat> our friends at Sleep Number. Oh, yeah, SleepNumber.com/slash/ham. SleepNumber.com/slash/ham. Uh, whether you like the bed a little softer, Milkoff Sleep Number is a forty. Or a oh, little yeah. firmer. I'm at a 55. Sleep number hooks you up with great sleep and with sleep IQ data. Sleepers who use their 360 smart bed technology enjoy 28 more minutes of restful sleep per night. That's 170 hours per year. Okay, you know this, school-age kids, 10 hours will do the trick. I, I I can relate. When I was probably 15, you know, maybe in my 20s, early 20s, loved a good 10-hour sleep. Uh, tweens and teens, nine to 10 hours. I agree. Parents need sleeps too. Adults, seven to nine. I, you know, I'm, I feel well rested. I would say seven plus that eight is sometimes hard to, you know, us podcasters, we got work to do, but if, if I can hit that seven, especially in a nice cool bedroom, uh, and my sleep number, I, I, it's, that's ideal guy. Why choose proven quality sleep from sleep number? Because every great day starts the night before. Totally agree. Discover special offers now for a limited time at your local sleep number store sleepnumber.com slash ham. Speaking of special offers, John, how about butcherbox.com slash ham and the code ham right now you get a year, a year of free chicken, two pounds of free range organic chicken breast for free in every order when you sign up right now at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham at checkout. Yep, I mean, get on it right now. Get just what you want delivered right to your doorstep, free shipping. Butcherbox, what you do is you go to Butcherbox. You basically put the box together. We've had ground beef. We've had we had ribs delivered. They're fantastic. Steaks. How about those steaks, guy? Remember eating mm -hmm. those steaks? How good mm -hmm. they were. You choose from a variety of box plan options. 
you put them together and then they come your meats delivered to your house free shipping i i just how do you beat that guy yep uh humanely raised no antibiotics or added hormones take chicken breasts off your grocery list put your box offering our listeners a deal they've never offered before free chicken for a year you get two pounds of free range organic chicken breast for free in every order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham that's butcherbox.com slash ham and then you use the code ham at checkout butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year you get salmon chicken breast or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Well, it doesn't feel like a day to give anybody credit, especially when it almost feels accidental. But what can't be denied, whether it was design or not, and it definitely was some combination of design and then not design, is that the decision to keep Jimmy Garoppolo around, one of the biggest talking points of the whole NFL offseason, has worked out for the 49ers. And the decision to stay has worked out for Jimmy. It worked out pretty perfectly. You see him beaming after the game? I mean, he feels like an 80-pound gorilla off his shoulders. Did you see the clip? Was it when they came back from break after he scored the touchdown of them mobbing him? Yeah. Of them going absolutely nuts? I was wrong. I said over and over, I would have cut him. I said, let him go. And this charade. uh, And it was completely the wrong decision. So, guy, they deserve a ton of credit. Because here's the reality. No one could have ever foreseen the guy shattering his ankle today and it pointing the other direction. But they could foreseen the guy did get hurt last year multiple times. Freak deal with his finger. And that happens sometimes, right? People hit their hand. He also sprained his knee. Remember that one? So two starts. He's had multiple lower body injuries running the football. So the backup quarterback and you and I, when it was, when Jimmy resigned, it was, jaw-dropping. No one thought it was going to come. So we kept talking about, are they really just going to have Brock Purdy and, and Sudfeld 
those two guys are going to be these backups. And if Trey, if Trey has a high ankle sprain or something, has to miss a month, they're just going to roll those two guys. And it's just going to be like whoever's the hotter hand, kind of CJ Mullins. Like, that's a disaster. And then you also go, well, that's just kind of the NFL. Like, do you know what happens if Josh Allen gets hurt? Matt Barkley's a starter. Like, do you know what happened if Russell Wilson gets hurt? I have no clue who the Broncos' backup is. I don't even know if Russell's that like great right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like most of the backups, Colt McCoy, who's been hurt, I think, their backup is McSorley, the Penn State guy. Like, most backups, Cooper Rush, clearly, he's, he's won his last two starts as a backup. You, it's pretty easy to say that Cooper Rush might be the best, because Jimmy Garoppolo's not a true backup, best backup in the league. Most backups, remember when Herbert got hurt and Chase Daniels went in? It's like, oh, his scam's over. Because the moment Chase Daniels has to play, everyone realizes, God, this guy stinks. Everyone likes him when he doesn't have to play. The moment he plays, he stinks. So it's just part of the deal. They got so lucky this whole thing worked out, but they deserve credit for having the opportunity. One, he liked them. I kept saying it's so bizarre that he's there, but clearly it wasn't, and they were cool with him. Trey deserves credit for not making it that weird. Jimmy deserves credit for being a good guy. But John and Kyle, like, let's face it, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the backup quarterback, even given the money option, like 99% of franchises. Right, he just would have been gone. Most for half the franchises would have cut him, just on the simple fact of like, gotta make it our guy. Right, once you couldn't trade him after a couple of weeks, I, I don't think a lot of teams would have ridden it out like the Niners. Yeah, I think one thing, and we've talked about this, and you know, Kyle and John, just they really Lynch, they really rely on what they believe is their ability to manage people and manage what could be awkward situations. Um, and part of that is, and Jed York takes a lot of flack, he does not hang over their shoulders at all, right? Like we laughed when Sean Payton said to Cowherd the other day, you know, a tough situation because the big man writing the checks is looking over your shoulder. Well, not with the 49ers, he's not. And so they do have, for better or worse, the autonomy to do whatever they want as if the outside world does not exist. And I do always respect, you should not make decisions if you run a football team based on what on the media pressure or the fan pressure, just like if you're a coach, you shouldn't get David Carr warming up because the crowd's booing Alex Smith. It's just, you should not make decisions because of external pressures. And I think a lot of organizations, and I understand it, it's human would go, why are we doing this? And some of them would make, I, the I, I kept saying that I thought it was insane. Well, look, and part of your point, and this is not just about giving into external pressure. Part of your point was this is bad for Trey. And we could debate whether it's good or bad for Trey. The Niners would argue, no, we are betting on ourselves. We can manage the situation. It won't be bad for Trey. But reasonable people could think that it would be bad for Trey's development, right? That You could make that case. And maybe in some places it would be. They thought it wouldn't be. That Trey would be able to handle it. That Jimmy would be able to handle it. That they'd be able to manage it. And um, so they took that chance. That it would not derail Trey's development because Jimmy's looking over his shoulder whatever. And it paid off. It has paid off for them. Now, you know. Whatever, we'll see what comes next. But they bet part of the reason they kept Jimmy around through the preseason was in case somebody's quarterback got hurt. And we kept talking about somebody else's quarterback. Well, it turned out it was their quarterback. Well, I, I think one element of this, we talked a little bit about it earlier. I was betting on Trey's development. Like he was going to be a lot better later in the season, in year three or four. But as we just said, there's no guarantee in anything. Some guys don't get better. Some guys are overwhelmed. That, that was not a guaranteed fact. You're not guaranteed to just keep ascending. If pro sports work like that, every guy that got drafted would never be a quote-unquote bust or get cut, right? <laughs> you just you guarantee nothing in sports. I, I feel very confident saying, and you may disagree. I don't think you do, but people listening might. That today, and I, I would have said this probably last – I would have said this last week, and I – 
most people, I, I think universally, probably around football would agree that Jimmy was the better player today. But the part of the reason Trey was playing was because it's his time. We just got to figure it out as we go. And that's kind of what they were doing. You know, figuring out to everyone's liking, not really. One thing with Jimmy is like he hadn't practiced. It's pretty remarkable, right? He hadn't been practicing. And then he comes in and he's not like a random hired mercenary. The team, weird part of football. I know Jeff Schwartz always says it's just, it's the most cutthroat business ever because a guy shatters his ankle at practice. They just say, move the drill. Move the drill. It's the number one thing. Dude gets hurt. His season is is completely in tatters. It's over. His career now is just going to be questioned moving forward. And the 49ers had a miraculous day, and it was like a celebration. Like, it, everyone's – you see Debo and Ayuk after they got that first down going apeshit? Well, like I texted our buddy John Dickens. about I texted John Dickinson, our buddy who was at the game. I'm like, is it me on TV or is Levi's rocking right now? And he's like, yeah, it's rocking. Now, part of it is this is not a normal situation. Like, Jimmy has legit equity, right? I mean, a ton of equity. Now, you could argue how much In his locker room or just... I'm talking his locker room, the team, on the field. (laughs) I mean, from a win-loss standpoint, when he has been playing... Now, we can argue the merits of the playoff victories, right? How much he, he, no one's comparing him to like Tom Brady or Mahomes in some of these games, but he has been the starting quarterback for playoff wins. Like, there's a chance. Think about this. Like, Derek Carr has a 15-year career, never starts a playoff victory, right? Is that beyond the table, right? Shit, they're 0-2. I mean, it ain't, it ain't it's going to be hard for to make the playoffs at 0-2. But you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to beat up Derek, but my point is, how difficult it is just to get there. Now, part of that is how good your team is, your coach. But this situation, like he came in today for a guy, and it's just like, boom, they could just play. Most quarterbacks, when they randomly come in, right? If you're listening to this and you're over, you know, 25 years old, you have seen in your life a ton of games on Sundays. Sunday's a lot different Saturdays because sometimes the backup comes in, he's just better, just seniority or whatever. But in, in the in the pros, when a guy goes down in a game, the drop-off tends to be insane, right? Well, they don't start throwing the ball more. <laughs> no. They when try to happen? And, and, and when you say if they're up, they just try to hold lead. on for dear life. It's a run-first team with the lead in the rain against the Seattle team that couldn't move the ball. And they were like, all right, open it up. Let her rip. Oh. How about the fourth down play where he threw a bomb to Danny Gray? John, I looked up. He's never averaged more than 10 yards per attempt. And at that, after he made that throw, he was over 11 yards per attempt. It was almost like Kyle. Now, you could, is it always going to look like that? Or is Kyle going to be like, you know, I was just trying to get him. He just hadn't played. Let's just, let's let it, let's cut him loose and see what happens. But all of a sudden, he's like completing balls outside the numbers to the <laughs> sticks. I'm like, what? Did Kyle just kind of get in his mind, I want, we're going to throw the ball around more? And then he just still wants to do that stuff with Jimmy. Maybe his arm is strong. Someone said in the chat that Kyle said that that was just the script. That was the reason. Like, that was the game plan going so in. The game plan was to run 12 out of 15 plays and then throw three straight balls like 20 yards down the field. Okay. It wouldn't be shot. Wouldn't be crazy because it's like bam, bam, bam. All right. Now yeah. we're going to open it up. And it was Trey that was supposed to look that Take good. kidney shots and then go for the haymaker. I mean, maybe it's true. Like, like that would be a Kyle game plan. And I don't think, I think Kyle wants. Trey to succeed, what what played out would have been a way to help Trey succeed if he could have made it to that part of the, the script, right? I the the rea- yeah. Do you, do you believe today 
I'm, I, who we didn't know what the next two months were going to be. I assumed Trey was going to keep getting better. That that was my positivity, my optimistic outlook on the young player. But as of today, Jimmy Garoppolo was the better player. Just we just factor in experience. He just knows what to do. Like I, you, you feel like Trey doesn't even know what to do. All well, the time. yeah, it'd be like if you said, "All right, one game to make the playoffs: Niners at Rams. Who are you going to start? You start Jimmy." But it doesn't mean that Jimmy should play over Trey in the grand scheme of things. But yes, I agree with but that. But just the way, let's say, let's say today his ankle hadn't been pointing the other way and it was just a, I, I was texting, God, it sucks. Hainer, the high ankle sprain. I mean, that's high ankle sprains are bad. You know, you talk, some doctors think they're sometimes the a pure break. I don't know if it's be been better. reported yet, the internal uh, oh, MRI yeah. sources. He's battling some. That's, that's what I've heard. That's what I heard. 2, 2 a.m. I was texting around at 2 a.m. That's what I heard. That's what Jake told me. Oh, oh you yeah. talked to Jake. Okay. I, I talked to him. Yeah. Um, cause he, I, I, I Instagram something. He's like, sorry to let everyone down. Like, Bro, you did not like no one. You, you battle your ass off, but let's just say he had an injury. Like that's a, you, a, a big ankle sprain can be right. Eight weeks can be a long time, but it had been a three or four week injury. So he was going to miss the next several games. And Jimmy just kept playing like that. You and I talked about this a little bit before we hopped on. Is, is Trey a lock to get his job back? I would say no. Given the evidence that we had before, if he if he had gone down, carted off, actually he's okay, bad ankle sprain, we think in a month he'll be ready to, he'll be good to go. Let's just say that had been the case. And Jimmy just kept playing like that. They had won some games. Is, is Jimmy just going back to the bench? Because I would say not if they kept winning and not if he looked like he did today. And I'm not yeah, saying I today, think- like he looked just like Jimmy Garoppolo. But now, Jimmy now Garoppolo, this- the, the Jimmy Garoppolo, this version is better than this current version of Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's you are back in last year's situation if Trey wasn't having season-ending injury uh, surgery, which is Jimmy has to then lose the job. And, you know, they had committed to development, so they were going to develop. But what we'll never get to find out now is how committed to development they were. And maybe we wouldn't have found that anyway. Maybe Trey would have played well enough. They were going to win football games. They beat the Seahawks with Trey. They beat the Broncos next week with Trey. And he never would have been replaced, right? Maybe that's what was going to happen. But once Jimmy had to play, then it was going to take Jimmy being bad to go back to Trey. Yeah. Now, part of that is you know what Jimmy is. Like, we we can talk about what we're getting. Like, we know what we're getting coming up. It's going to be the, some linebackers coming out of nowhere to make a pick at some point in the next couple of weeks, right? Some ball is sailing over the middle of the field to somebody. Like, that's coming. Um, But... You know, it's the difference between the known and the unknown. And the known for the guys in that locker room, it doesn't mean they wanted Jimmy over Trey. The known is we know what it takes to win with Jimmy Garoppolo as our quarterback. Right. For sure. For better or worse. It's- and all we're trying to do in this franchise is get back in the playoffs and give ourselves a chance because we got, we got a chance. And that's the other thing that the shitty teams can't say. And who knows? Maybe the Jags compete to win that division. You would say right now, like, why couldn't the Jags compete to win that division? Trevor Lawrence is really good. Not the craziest thing, right? Colts suck. Texans How many times suck. do they play the Colts? Seven. <laughs> so I, I, I just think that, yeah. I mean, I the Jimmy performance today, like they won ten game. Part of it too was Jimmy got banged up last year. Now, if he stays healthy, do they win eleven? Even with Jimmy's roller coaster, probably. I mean, there were some game. I mean, that the Tennessee Titans game where he threw the bad pick, his thumb got all fucked up. I'm not. I'm the last. I'm not some Jimmy Garoppolo stand here. 
Well, it's like somebody, I can't find it here, but Tavares in the chat said the, the media is getting what they wanted. They, they, uh, they, they now finally that Jimmy's playing. It's like everyone's banging the drum for Trey to play last year. I don't think anyone's forgotten that Jimmy has a ceiling and he can, he can cost you. Right. I mean, that much is very clear. We know this. Can, can I want to just dive into what we saw today? Cause I, I think there's going to be so much going on. So it's going to be hard to just talk about his performance in a vacuum. It is pretty fucking remarkable that a guy who had major surgery and then was basically out till, you know, late in the summer, who did not have one snap with the team, not one snap with the team in training camp. You and I would go out to practice. He'd be throwing on the side, not like running with Armstead and other hurt guys like with the team. I guess maybe he did the one day, but once he started throwing, he threw to two guys that kind of looked like me and you. I mean, it was, he did not practice once. His first snap with the team playing football, not playing catch, playing football, was like two and a half weeks ago. And to come back, and one, just to be the backup quarterback, but to come into a game and look pretty like, yeah, just, mo- that's pretty insane. Doesn't Jimmy, that's pretty crazy. I, I think what we saw today is not probably going to get the credit that it, it deserves given how weird his training camp was. Uh, It's um, I, there was, they showed him and uh, what's his name? The running backs coach, the, the chargers, Uh, Anthony Lynn. Yeah. They showed him and Anthony Lynn talking on the sideline. And it occurred to me, like how many conversations these guys haven't been in that many meetings together, right? How many conversations have they really had together? You think back when, um, Brian Greasy said, like, yeah, basically him and Jimmy haven't really talked that much. because Remember, he wasn't going to meetings. Of course he wasn't, right? Like, it's it's pretty wild. This is a guy who now twice has come in onto the field for a team that he barely has spent any time with. The first time he got here when he really didn't know anybody. And now, you know, where obviously he, he does know a lot of guys. So... I don't know that a quarterback is quite a lot of quarterbacks have been through crazy situations. This is no that there are other situations that were crazier, but I'm not sure we've ever, ever seen anybody in this exact situation that Garoppolo has been in. And that's where it goes back to there has to be a baseline of respect that his teammates have for him, even if they know he is limited, even if he even if they know he's not going to carry them. There clearly is a, a comfort that he has with them and they have with him. Because he played very – it wasn't just that he played. He played very comfortable today. I'm not going to say it was great. Whatever. Right? Whatever it was, it was. But he was very comfortable from the second he stepped onto the field. And, and they look comfortable with him. And they look comfortable with him. Um, the comments are coming so fast. I can't find this one. Somebody said, oh, I Which get Which is, like, like you said, th- there have been scenarios. Remember Carson Palmer off a couch when he had retired? Like we've seen weird stuff where guys don't know the team. Th- this is – that's what makes this so kind of unique. He knows the playbook, even though they kind of had changed it for the new quarterback, but he, everyone had kind of written him off because he wasn't going to be here. But then he comes back, but he hasn't been taking reps. And the number one thing, like, you wouldn't just show up at the U.S. Open without, like, practicing for, I don't know, months <laughs> leading up to it. Like, this is an NFL game. He's had two weeks of practice, and and his role at practice now is not even the normal reps. He is p- operating as the the other team's quarterback. I don't know if he did it this week, but he definitely did it last week. When he, I mean, he was he was Justin Fields in practice. He was the scout team quarterback. So like his reps are kind of weird to begin with. Now you can say he has a lot more experience 
than your average, you know, quarterback in this situation. Because a lot of times backup quarterbacks, right, just haven't like Chase Daniels hasn't played that much, right? He's this guy's been a full time starter. Hell, is there a chance he's a team captain by the start of next week or the game? <laughs> Does he get his captaincy back? That would be weird, right? <laughs> Kyle would reveal, you know, in, in hindsight, he actually got seventeen votes. You know the scene in Rudy where they weren't going to dress him, and every guy to a man walks into the coach, puts their jersey down. Yeah. Like Rudy plays, Rudy plays, or I'm not playing. Rudy yeah. plays, Rudy plays. If something like that happens, where it's like he deserves it, <laughs> that would be back to the tray thing. Be like, be some things that would feel insurmountable. Or maybe it's just this individual is kind of an outlier. Yeah, I mean the maybe one, Alex had that with the Chiefs, and then Mahomes took it. I mean, when he was good. I mean the the thing is that Trey Lance is only in his second year in the NFL. He's twenty two years old. He's on the roster for it's just you know hopefully the injury is such that he can be a hundred percent back. Fifth year trending toward fifth year option, or who knows? I, I mean, yeah, I still gonna. Well, guy, after you know, after next after his third year, you got to de- apply or decline. Yeah, they'll pick it up. I would think. Well, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. There's no way to know. You see, the fifth year option in like four years could be like you know thirty eight million dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's just no way to know. Like to make a prediction is a complete guess. It's impossible. But 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 these are all the things we're talking about. Well, you and I were texting like, is he? Is there a what? What happens if he has a good year? Now it's well, they, they right, can't tag. They can't tag him. Right? Can't tag him. This will play itself out. So do you have to then extend him, or do you go? No, Trey's healthy now. You know. What do you do? I But that's a problem for another day. Tyler on the stream says, so let me get this straight. 13 of 21 for Jimmy is good, but awful for Trey. Got it. Nobody is saying that. And ev- you know, everyone claims like the media is trying to drive a wedge. No, it's that kind of bullshit that actually is people trying to drive a wedge, trying to put words in people's mouths about Trey versus Jimmy. The reality is we know what Jimmy is. He's a 67% passer. He's going to be uh, – 20 touchdowns and 12 picks. That's what he was last year. Maybe he'll be 25 touchdowns and 15 picks. I don't know. We know exactly what he is. And if you told me before the game that you'd come out of it, the Niners would win by whatever the score was today, and Trey Lance was 13-21 of 21 with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown, I think we'd go, cool. Hell yeah. You would have taken we that, wanted. Especially with the some of the throws Jimmy made. If Trey Lance had Jimmy's game, I think we'd all be sitting here pretty happy today about Trey Lance. What did I keep saying? He just, he needs to lead some scoring drives. <laughs> like, they need to you score. agree with that? If he had exactly Jimmy's game, we would actually be talking better about Trey than we are about Jimmy because we know what Jimmy is. Big facts. Big facts. So All anyone was rooting for yes. a couple touchdowns. That's I, I don't buy that for a second. I hear it all the time. And it drives me nuts. Doesn't bother me as much. Well, it's just we're constantly having the same conversation about you don't like Trey enough or you guys like Jimmy too much. And it's like, no, take the whole body of work because it's nuanced. It's not black and white. There's gray area. Sometimes, honestly, what looks good for a young quarterback looks bad for a veteran quarterback, right? Like if Jimmy had 13, it's just because here's the reality. 13 to 21 isn't winning every game you got to win this year. It just beats the Seahawks because they're not that good. Well, when he came in, I guess they were only a 3 nothing because he got KO'd, then Jimmy, then they let him on a field goal drive. So it's not like that he came in when they were up 15 nothing or whatever, right? Trey got hurt on the second drive of the game. Yeah, it was 3 nothing. Then they kicked the field goal 6 nothing. God, Trey got hurt early in that game. That was a lot of Jimmy today. Uh, yeah, it was really early. 
James says, I hope uh, Jimmy doesn't get injured this year. Season could go sideways real fast. Well, I mean, that's the other reality. He gets hurt all the time, every year. We had multiple injuries last year. Multiple, remember? He had a bad shoulder, and he tried to protect it on a fall, and he hurt his thumb. So they got two guys now. Freak deal or not, Jimmy's had freak deals too, right? ACL. Remember when he tried to cut? You can say it's freak, but he's been hurt a lot since. The, just, the combined injuries on these two guys is, is pretty high for two guys. Correct? Yeah. Like, one thing moving forward with Trey, we don't know. He's a lot of injuries in his short tenure around the Niners. Same with Jimmy. Like, they need one of the two guys to be durable. <laughs> well, I, I would say this. I mean, we know that Jimmy's game is not enhanced in a major way by design quarterback runs. Now, maybe Kyle just wanted Jimmy to get the touchdown and spike the football. I, I said, think it was, I, I think it was a zone read and he kept it. I would just stop with that because now you have no safety net. Jimmy got his helmet knocked off his face, basically on that. I, I would say Jimmy needs to start sneaks, playing. Like sneaks are fine. Sneaks are fine. I would. Yeah, he's good at that. I I would kind of go to the Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, like you know, after they were thirty five, they just hit the ground, do that type shit. I know, but you know what? I'm, I'm talking for Jimmy. I, I'm no, just, no, I know. I'm just what I'm going to say is, you know what? It's just like. You just, that's who we, that's who he is. This is who he is. Football is crazy, man. I mean, it's just, what a day. It's kind of hitting me. What a day. Like that, that was, you couldn't have made this shit up. If you would have told me Trey got hurt this year, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I could see that, right? Knee sprain or, you know, concussion. When he went first went down, I thought concussion. That's exactly what I thought. Concussion, because he kind of got hit. But if you would have told me, Week two, about five minutes into the bad boy, ankle shattered, out for season. I don't even know if I would have believed that. If you would have told me that three weeks ago or something. Even once Jimmy's back on the team. You're like, you know how Jimmy's going to become the starter? Trey Lance, carted off. It's like, ah. I thought there'd be weeks of debating. <laughs> are we going to see him? Should they trade him? You know, Isn't, isn't this why? Cowboys last week. Isn't this truly why? You know, at different points in our life, you know, when we were young, baseball was king. Obviously, basketball under Michael and even Larry and Magic and the the NFL was obviously huge in the 90s, but it's just shot like a rocket ship. Reality TV really took off over the last 20 years. But as we've learned, none of us knew this at first, and maybe it was more organic at first. Who knows? You'd have to ask people like in the business. But once you know that it's like, oh, that's all scripted, like every reality show is like all scripted. It's all fake. The best part about specifically the NFL is just how real it all is. Like you just can't make any of this shit up. Like the Niners, but it's I, wilder than anything. People, it's just too many twists for writers. Well, exactly. It's why, like, as playmakers ended, and like for years we just kind of used that. It's like they were off. They weren't even crazy enough. <laughs> Think about it too. Like if you were writers, like you know, you hear people talk like we did thirty minutes of scripted TV. We did two seasons within a year. That was twenty eight episodes. We never slept. It's like, well, yeah, I don't think those people could write 10-hour shows. You know, we got a 10-hour show on Sunday. Then we're going to have a four-hour Monday show and a four-hour Thursday show. Sometimes we'll have some Saturday shows, too. You guys able to handle all those scripts? You couldn't possibly. Right? No. How many actors are we writing into all these? Well, let's see. It's uh, it's going to be 46 per team per day, but there's also going to be 53. Plus, you're going to have to bring a bunch of new characters in every season. Okay, so it's going to be about 30 times seven new characters every season you're going to have to start writing in as well. Got it. Well, think about this. Remember the Montana doc? 
there's like the moment when it's really heating up and like the local dudes interviewing wall. She's like, yeah, I think we just got a quarterback controversy on our hands. <laughs> right. Like you, if you, if you and I were writing a script, you'd be like, is anyone going to believe that a guy would say this? And you'd like, you'd write it and be like, I don't know. It's like Bill Walsh, who I think was widely considered maybe now the second best coach of all time, but you could argue he's right there with Walsh or I mean, Belichick Lombardi, just like quarterback controversy on our hands. We'll figure it out as we go. Like you just, this, you, you would never get that. Like the days of Walsh, would you agree like Walsh and I'd say Parcells was definitely probably the best. How candid they were are probably over with coaches when it comes to like players. Just yeah. a little less. The, 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 the give and take with social media and just the impact it has on those guys is a lot different than probably it was in the 80s. Yeah, I, th- I think you're, the social media element's uh, a big one, I think players being so rich is a big element too. Like you just don't get to run a locker room the same way you probably used to when everyone had to fear for their job because there was just one coach who could turn on you and you were done. It's like well, I know was making 500 grand and there was like three guys on the team yeah. making like a million. Yeah. Well, I know you'd love to cut him coach, but he's making $17 million this year. And we use our GM used two first round picks on him. So sorry. Yeah. We would love to just get rid of this guy, but it's dead cap the next two years, like $60 million. So we're stuck with him. So you got to go actually, actually it's going to be you. Thanks for asking about cutting him, but you're fired. I, I just think the NFL, the, what it really has going for it is like the NBA, I think kind of jumped the shark on their, their off season and their off the court didn't equal the on the court. They, they lost equilibrium. The NFL's equilibrium, like they're on the field drama is just elite. It's just, it creates the conversations. Like a lot of the NBA conversation, even baseball is like, how much is this guy going to make $500 million or how much is judge going to get, which is fun. I, I enjoy that. And he's kind of unique. I mean, he's shattering the record, but football has two today. He had two today. What's he had? Damn. I I did honestly had no, I didn't see any Aaron Judge in my timeline. Now, maybe once the injury happened, I mean, there was, I didn't need it, but war zone of, uh, of Trey, Jimmy, but it's at the sweet spot of their drama comes from the field, but it is like legit drama, right? Like the Colts have a legit, problem right now but it's not like you know frank and ursay don't even talk to each other in the hallway it's not like well is this true is this not true it's like no we watch them play and they fucking blow yeah and they have matt ryan they've put all their chips in the military like they are i can you imagine if you and me instead of being you know northern california people were in indy i mean it'd be like holy shit people getting fired is chris ballard gonna lose his job right but it's it's all based on like you watch them play and then the drama builds off that. Like the the Trey Jimmy drama was a little NBA-ish, but then boom, it's just taking pl- shape on the field, right? A g- ankle shattered, now Jimmy's playing. It's fucking nuts. And football's always kind of had that. College football definitely has that too. It's like the game just impact the conversation of such substance, but it's like legit drama. It's like, it, it's like People Magazine, but of just dudes and pads doing weird shit. Making a ton of money. You see Mike Evans in Lattimore today? That was nuts. Did you read Mike <laughs> Evans' lips? Someone read his lips. It's like, that's Tom Brady. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> oh, that's why. He, oh, because he thought he, he was shut Tom. Tom. Gotcha. Uh, John, before we go any further, let's tell the people about Indeed. Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham to help you start hiring 
right now. Go to Indeed.com slash ham. It is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Yep, with Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job description. You can invite them to apply right away. Uh, join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed. It's easy, guy. Just go to Indeed, sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows candidates that are that resumes on Indeed fit what you're looking for. Indeed knows when you're doing everything for your company. You can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash ham. To start hiring now, just go to Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, check this out. Uh, wrong tweet. I just got a text from a buddy in yeah. the NFL. It said, fuck, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's got one foot into retirement. <laughs> it was funny. Is I was watching Flacco today, and I couldn't tell if he was mailing it in or just is a cool-ass dude. And someone someone DM'd me, and they were like, well, that's basically like, like, watch, like watching Aaron Rodgers every week. I forgot about Sunday Night Football. Kawakami tweeted during the game. Jimmy gets $250,000 every time he plays more than 25% of the snaps and 100000 for every game they win. So he made $350,000 on Sunday. So pretty bizarre got, contract. Well, they got 15 games left. So if he if he starts them all, right, if he doesn't get injured, that's $3.75 million. Just by so starting. Just by starting. I, I would say if you factored in, like today, does he get a win? Yeah, because he played yeah. 25% of the snaps and he got a win. So yeah. So if he wins nine more games that's another nine you know he can make about five million dollars extra which i was thinking because I, I did the math when tim tweeted that out kind of briefly roughly and i maybe i got like four million dollars i was off a little bit but i started thinking like okay he'll make about 10 million dollars he was set to make 25 so it's like if you're jimmy you're like this is cool i was gonna make one and a half more times this like that's what i could be making and now i'm back in the saddle it's like hey guys you know, I know 10, but could we get it to like 18? Can we do it a little rework? Well, could Jimmy Garoppolo hold out on Monday? I mean, guy, if he wasn't going to hold out in uh, in the camp stuff, 
I, yeah, I mean, technically, I, I guess he could. I, I would say his actions previously would say that would be a pretty. Uh, I'm not saying Woody. I'm saying could he? Like, could they just pay him? Tw- like, hey guys, I'm just saying you- if he said I'm holding out, what I want twenty. I want twenty guaranteed this year. Would that be fair? Because I'd, I'd say that is fair. You have Super Bowl yeah. level team. We he's, know he's out for the year, so it's not about win bonuses anymore. I think it would be fair to give him more money. <laughs> Has anyone ever done two contracts in a month? Well, because this is the weird thing, right? He's not a six and a half million dollar player. No one's saying he's forty. You know, I would say high twenties might even be right around the threshold. But I would say if he was like, "Hey guys, I've been a great soldier. I, I've been an incredible soldier. I've been the greatest soldier given the circumstances." Maybe in the history of the league. Could we just hit an even number? Could we just rework $20 million prorated the rest of the year? I think that would be fair. And I'm not some Jimmy Stan, but I, I'm i a businessman. I think I think that would be fair. How about you? I think it'd be very fair. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be very fair. And I think if you're the Niners, like, oh, one injury, it's all null and void then. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they hold him out somehow. I, I guess basically the incentive. Uh, if I would be this with Jimmy, we'll pay you twenty million. We'll up your incentives because I do think you should up the incentives that should equal like twenty million. But it's incentive based. But I'm pretty sure I'm not Howie Roseman here. I think bonuses because someone tweeted at me today. Like, how do bonuses work on the salary cap? They roll over to next year, so like that extra four million dollars rolls over to the cap because it, you can't just. All these people hitting bonuses don't go on the cap real time, right? You get paid out real time, but right. I, it doesn't. The, the the cap's the cap because some teams are at. Think how many teams are right near the threshold. All their guys are hitting bonuses. They would the the NBA. It's not the NBA where there's a soft cap. It's a hard cap, so it's it rolls over. Which I think the Niners like. They would gladly have four million extra, five million next year if Jimmy leads them to the playoffs, right? That's the other thing. Most teams in this situation would be like, oh, fuck. Are the Dolphins going to be decent this year and have a top 10 pick? That's usually what happens in this scenario, right? Right, right. Yep. Where the Niners like, the Dolphins are going, is, our, is their pick actually going to be a round or two, you know, from 22 to 26? <laughs> is it, if you're the Dolphins, you don't view that pick as like, that's a top 10 pick now, right? No. You actually kind of liked it. With Trey. I mean, they just lost to the Bears with him. There at least was a wide variance, you know, as people like to say, a variance with Trey. A lower floor, you think. Big variance, for sure. Um, on the stream, Will gave us 20 bucks to say this. Are you guys coming to the Fresno State Devontae Adams jersey retirement game? If so, check out Bullard High School's volleyball concession stand, D, in the middle of the east side of the stadium. I got pulled pork and nachos. Sh- hashtag shameless plug. Pesos uh, or dollars? Uh, that looks like American. Yeah, 20 American dollars. Okay. Uh, so not planning to be there, John, but uh, anybody going to that game, uh, go check out uh, Stand D in the middle of the east side of the stadium for pulled pork nachos and sandwiches. And would you would you expect will. Derek to be there with them? Or, you know, they're 0-2. Who knows where the record's at? Could be getting a little dicey? Or do you, do you expect his quarterback to be side-by-side? Yeah. Uh, I would guess I that's their bye week. I expect him to be there. Yeah. Yeah. 100%.
Colin on the stream says people romanticizing Jimmy like he wasn't one miracle half away from not even making the playoffs with a quote unquote Super Bowl roster last year. Oh, I was there and <laughs> spent a lot of money on that thing. Hopefully, uh, haven't asked the accountant yet. I'm planning on writing it off. We'll see. Uh, uh, maybe some people are romanticizing, but um, you are. We are getting no romanticizing here um, when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. He did make the the best throw he's ever made though in that game. The on, Debo catch. Yeah, I mean that's just there were moments in that game where they were lucky to be there, obviously, but then he did come through. He led them on a drive with under two minutes with no timeouts, right? Like, that is something. Like, yeah, I, he can do that sometimes. Yeah. He also can almost throw a pick to start the drive. Like, whatever. I just watched Patrick Mahomes. I don't even want to say this because it's going to come out bad because I was thinking this as a defensive Trey Lance watching Thursday Night Football. Mahomes almost threw, like, five picks that. Mahomes threw some balls. Get three Trey, overturned. That if Trey threw him, we'd be like, oh, my God, what is he doing? Or if Jimmy threw him, we'd be like, of course, that's who he is. Like, some nights it looks like that. That's why we wanted to watch Trey play. Short like week, short week. We want to know what he is. With Jimmy, like, you just expect some of those. They're coming. That's that's the reality of it. They're just – some of those are happening. Some of those are going to happen. Uh, man, can we rattle through some of the, some of the other stuff that happened today? Do you have any more takes on all this? Uh, I mean, we just – it, it, it's just so intense that I, I actually think like the next time we talk and it's marinated a little bit, it'll even, I mean, this is going to be, I know this We're is all in a state of shock. This is a hot topic. Guy. Listen, don't root for any human being to ever get injured. And I'm glad fully guaranteed deal, right? Trey Lance has a fully guaranteed contract. He'll get every penny for that injury. This is a pretty incredible, uh, topic for people in the business of talking about this yeah no it is and it, to me it's just such a juxtaposition of here is trey lance undoubtedly having the worst day of his career certainly the most emotionally not to mention physically probably scary and painful day has to be the worst of day his of his career. football career right without question right <laughs> maybe yeah whatever and here's jimmy having this cathartic like rebirth the place is going crazy Never, I mean, four months ago, he never would have imagined. Four weeks ago, he never would have imagined he'd be back on the field with this team. You're just using the two guys. What about all the teammates celebrating well, with Jimmy? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's part of what made it feel so good for Jimmy, probably, is everybody was happy for him. It's just crazy. Matt asked, no Greenlaw extension talk tonight? I don't know if that's <laughs> making it into today's show. No. A little bizarre. I, I, I do think the non- what, They did it or that they announced it? I would imagine it was done like, you know, they had been working on it. Both those two guys are free agents, right? They want to take care of one of them. Do they value Greenlaw? I don't want to really dive into Greenlaw and Al Shire, but uh, both feel like everyone's flying around today. Maybe they both gave them the same contract and said whoever signs it first gets it. Uh, on just one Niner thing beside the Jimmy Trey? Yeah. I mean, both has got the 20 sacks thing. is We're, we're on a good pace. He's at three and a – was he at two and a half now? Did he have to, well, did they give him a half or did they give him the full? Well, when I looked live, he had to share that one with Drake, which honestly, I was thinking about it like, couldn't shouldn't two guys be able to get a full sack? It's hard, the math. You can't have two guys get a full sack that adds up to one sack because that's two sacks. But if I'm hugging him, like I'm taking him down, and then you come next, even yeah. if it's a quarter second after, I was yeah. there first. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. He shouldn't have to share it with Drake Jackson, but Drake. I did enjoy that he did. They did celebrate. They did celebrate. Nick was fired up for him. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, they gave both. Both end up getting two today. Joey looks pretty good this year. Yeah, (laughs) not that he doesn't usually. Oh, (laughs) so they so they took half away from Drake Jackson and gave a full sack to Nick Bosa. So Nick has three through two games. Yeah, 
And he hasn't even played in a dry game yet. That's true. That's true. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Who looks great? Joey. Uh, Joey. You said Joey yeah. looks great. I, I Listen, not trying to overreact or anything, but and sometimes, you know, the famous Bill Parcells, your record is what they say is you are. It's true. I think you like watch the Raiders. You know they're they're pretty competitive. They're they're by no means your typical zero and two team, but they are zero and two. They trade for Devonte Adams. They got sweet players. They get Josh. They're zero and fucking. They just lost to the Cardinals at home. They were up twenty to nothing, guy. They were up twenty to nothing at halftime. I don't is think the, it's is just that the worst loss of the day. Ravens no. had a pretty devastating one. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ravens gave up four fourth quarter touchdowns. Two amazing sweet play. Yeah, I mean, the Colts got shut out by the Jags on the road in our 0-1-1, which in a weird way feels worse than 0-2, even though it isn't. Um, feels worse, for sure. But that was pretty bad because you and I, I, I tweeted, and you you texted me, you're like, Raiders are cruising. And I was like, I tweeted, I'm like, Devontae and Derek are going to be just chilling in the second half of this game like it's a Mountain West game. Well, that's not what happened. Maybe they thought that, too. I don't know. But to come back for the team who can't figure out who their play caller is between the quarterback and the coach, and they've had a pretty rough offseason, for them to come back and beat you is a Pretty bad loss. Now, Kyler, when you watch Kyler play, he can just beat anybody on any given day, right? It's the weird part about, I think, a lot of people, and I'm near the top of the food chain on this one of consistently talking a lot of shit. Uh, no one that he argues, his biggest haters are like, and the guy sucks. Oh, what's he? Number one pick my ass, right? You watch him. And there was the play at the end where he, Max Crosby was all over him and he just slipped away and he ran away. He is, he's one of the most remarkable runners we've ever seen. <laughs> right. I mean, his feel, the, the way we've talked about Lance, his unfe- wouldn't you say he's on the completely under end of just like he's in complete control running around out there? Yeah. Now, it does he, he threw a couple bad picks early in the game? It's not like always going to execute, but he never looks like, yeah, this guy's going to catch me. Nope. <laughs> Peace. See ya. Max Crosby caught him. Just couldn't hold on to him. Would you say a little collegiate when you see like a sweet player in college? (laughs) Extremely. I mean, it's video game. It's, you know, it's what Baker wants to be. Um, Did did Arizona save their season a little right there? Yeah. I mean, I do think, who do they play next? Look that up while I tell you this. Well, don't they play the Rams in two weeks? No, they couldn't because the Niners do. I think they play the Rams next. This week. I do think what could make that one the most painful loss I mean, the Ravens' loss was bad, but the thing about it was the way they lost. A fumble six in overtime. You know? I mean, the Dolphins just offense flipped the switch. Bam, 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 bam. They played The Raiders the, lost on oh, a fumble six. The Raiders play the Titans, my bad. The Raiders play the Titans? Who do the Cardinals play? The Cardinals play the Rams. Okay. In Arizona. In Arizona, yeah. That's a pretty big game. Niners are Sunday night next week. Denver. Uh, That's not going well. No, it's not going well. Now, I mean, today they did you see Richard Sherman tweet again today? He hates Russ because Russ was I don't whatever he started th- f- three of fourteen or something. someone tweeted at me four of fifteen I think four of fifteen. Um, what did Richard say? Sherm. Uh, let me find this. So many tweets in the timeline. Sherm tweeted like, oh, uh, <laughs> so there was a tweet. Russell is four or 14 for 48 yards. No touchdowns. Sherm tweets the, a little chef emoji. 
Like let Russ cook. Okay. Yeah. I. Do you think it's pretty clear that one thing they, they don't love the guy, but they think the player gets overrated. Yes. Like to me, it's it's. But he's also separate. worse right now than he's been before. But yeah, I agree he, with you. He has been miraculous. Like I, Although, I think you and me and most people would be like, "Hey guys, like four years ago when you guys still hated him and thought he was overrated, he actually I, I watched him. I thought he was pretty good." I think they would go, yeah, he had his moments, but I think on the whole, everyone started anointing him. I think the defensive guys went like, we saw this guy every year for five years or whatever, six years. You know, some of them play a little longer with him. And you got, everyone puts him with Brady, Manning, Rodgers. Like, we play those guys. I think they are way better than him. I, I think if Richard was having like a leg- serious conversation, not like fucking around on Twitter, but like legit football, he, I think a base of their, like the premise of their argument would be, Everyone puts him on that level, and I don't think he is on that level, and it pisses us off. Well, KJ, I think it was I think it was KJ Wright. He's is he still in the league? Uh, no, he was back with the crew of them when they went back on Monday night. Okay, so I think I think it was him that did like Seattle. I think radio. he just I think he just retired. But his friends with Russ because he was he I think it was him that said on Seattle radio last week. Like one of the deals was guys felt like the defensive guys felt like. You know, they'd play a close game. They'd lose. The offense would score 13 points or whatever. And Pete wouldn't criticize Russ. He would just criticize the defense. And so maybe a lot of it stems from that. But but there's also the separate thing where they just don't like the person. They don't like the guy. I, I got a text from someone in the Seattle media area. And he said, as I've joked with friends up here for years, Tom Brady isn't as good a quarterback as Russell thinks he is. <laughs> and when your head is that far up your own ass about how good you are, it couldn't possibly be your fault when the team isn't succeeding. Yeah. It has to be someone else's fault. His agent has been bitching about Seattle for years behind the scenes, well before the Cleveland trade thing. Russ was horrendous on third down last year. He completed 50% of his passes, saving the last two games. He was 36% passer on third downs until mid-December. It's one of the reasons they were terrible time of possession team last year. It's like, wow, it's just Mike Holmgren texts a lot. It's just never his fault. I think that's was a lot of things that those guys have. It's it's well, never him. He's like a golden child. Do you remember the story? Uh, what was the deal? Remember he was at the Super Bowl in Roger Goodell's box when Brady was, was playing? Yeah. But remember there was a story like that day that Russ, what was it? It was like Russ feels like he doesn't get enough. He should be treated like Tom and doesn't get the same respect. Remember that story? It was something like Russ and Tom specifically. Yeah, kind of vaguely. He 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 wanted the juice Tom had. I remember that's one of them. Maybe that's he, what it was. Like he didn't think they li- he didn't think they listened to him. Game plan, personnel stuff. He wanted his own shop. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's got it. Well, he's going to get a coach fired. Somebody did on the chat, by the way, part of what made the re- – Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals had to delay a game on fourth down and goal to win the game. I, I, I'm adamant about this. Was it the fourth goal or the, the two-point? It was the two-point play. Okay, they so they the two-point play. Josh McDaniels calls. Yeah. I don't think you should start as a referee till the offense is in the huddle. I think part of that is you start it and they're still over there talking. Like, right. But is, the time out, it, is there the a time, clock? The timeout lasts a certain amount of time. It's not so like it's a set amount. Out and you guys, everyone come back when you're ready. It's the timeout is whatever it is, 60 seconds. And then when the 60 seconds up, the play clock starts. Oh, that's just the way it works. Yeah. There's not like, all right, everybody cool. You guys good. <laughs> I guess I knew that, but I it's also thought like, there was some arbitrary, like, like, Kyle, you ready? Kyle, are you ready? 
you know, this. Yeah, That's yeah, not the way yeah. it works. It's not like he basketball does. where the guy like holds the ball for the player until the player's ready to inbound. Oh, so he does this at one minute 30 or whatever the set Whatever time the is. mechanics is, it's the, there was time. Like, this is why it's crazy to me that the NFL still operates with the like, all right, the play clock isn't just a buzzer when the play clock goes off for a delay of game. You know, it's like, all right, now remember the mechanics, everybody. They walk, they watch the ball. Then they look at the clock. If it says zero, they look back to the ball. Then if the ball's still there, they throw the flag. It's like, why isn't there just a buzzer that goes off when the play clock is zero? The Adds the human back. element of the drama. It's so stupid when it doesn't need to be any human element there. That one doesn't make any sense. All right, on the chat, Mr. Superfly. I have a friend of a friend who worked at a restaurant in Seattle. Apparently, Russell Wilson came in with Sierra and was a huge prick. I, I think that's the underrated part of Russ. He was there for so long. He was so famous. Everybody in the people of Seattle all have. If you talk to somebody from Seattle, like you've got a text or this guy, just everyone's got a story about the time they saw Russ. The story I told you the other day about Russ at the Pottery Barn, a buddy of mine went in a Pottery Barn and the person was like, you know who was just here? Let me tell you what a dick he was. Like, that's the story. Everyone oh, he, was he a dick after they didn't give him the discount? Well, I don't know if he was a dick, but it was just like he was really weird and he kept asking for the Seattle Seahawks discount. He didn't understand why there wasn't a discount. He was with Sierra. Do you, do you think he was going like everywhere, like Flemings, be like Seattle Seahawks discount? Like, what is there some arbitrary? Did he just think in his mind, like you just get forty percent off? If somebody DM. I won't say the person. Well, name, I think part. I think part of it is the day that that him and Sierra started some company there, and every all the employees t- thought they were dicks. Like, so I just got that. Ra- like everyone's got everyone in Seattle has rust stories. It's bizarre, and they're negative. Feels like, and they're right? negative. Yeah, it's like being a college football coach in a college football town. Everyone's got stories about you. Like you got to be nice to people. Yeah, it's bad. I, I I went from really enjoying him and not even really caring about it to in a weird. I'm rooting against him. I'll be honest. I'm rooting against him. Well, you'll get the opportunity Sunday night. Uh, John Panthers lock of the week. Ham lock of the week minus a plus two and a half. Uh, they did not win the game, nor did they cover the Giants. Beat them. Well, they couldn't. They're actually not terrible on offense. You watch their offense, like the, the Panthers' offense. I think maybe it's just yeah, maybe they're not that good. But their defense, uh, we just felt like whatever. The Giants aren't going to score enough on their defense. But the second you look up and you realize Baker has to lead a game-winning drive, you just know it's trouble. They couldn't get any stops when they had to. It was just what thing you watch. Some of the like I, I did. I also had money on the Commander, so I was kind of going back. <laughs> As being in Arizona, I get the Sunday ticket for the first time. I've seen people complain about it for years online, like fucking Sunday ticket. What's up yeah. with this product? And he, yeah. it's hard to relate if you are not participating, right? Sure. You're like, what? what are, that, this one, it can't be that bad. All of a sudden, I'm thinking I'm replacing Ethernet cords. I, I'm redoing the internet. I'm resetting. And then I, I look on Twitter and everyone's out. I'm like, this is the reason. And I see like, I can't wait for Apple Plus to take this thing. It's just a million people freaking out. I'm, I'm thinking like, well, the Niners come. What's going to happen? What am I going to do? And then it comes on the Niner game. It's crazy. Like once they did fix it, it was very smooth. Watching the iPad like I would Netflix or something. It was it was perfectly. But uh, so you kind of going back. Like a lot of teams are pretty average. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to the Niners. Why I think they're really like I watched Commanders and the Lions. Like both those two teams wouldn't shock me if either one gets to like eight. Like you can get to seven or eight if you're just kind of competitive and you got some yeah. good players. That does not mean you're good. Right, right, right. Yep. Watching the, like the if you told me the Panthers end up seven and ten, even though they're zero and two, would you say that's believable? Like I, I've watched them now the, through a couple of weeks. I don't view them as like a four win team. I don't view them as a four win team, but man, I think Baker is just not good. 
Which we already thought that. Before. Okay, so maybe six. Maybe they're five to six. Five to six, seven. Six and 11 is a pretty bad season, right? Yeah, yeah. But like I watched the Raiders are 0-2. Like they don't feel like a six-win team. No, right? no, no. But the math, you, you, I mean, you just, you lose one of these next two games, all of a sudden you're one and three. Like it is hard to get back to eight, right? It's just, you just, it's just difficult. <laughs> you know, they haven't even played like the Chiefs yet. And it's just, you, Denver might be weird, but you just, Planet Denver is not easy. We're going to find out next week with Jimmy. I get my overall point is I got Bears Packers on the back. Like Bears right now are down 7 10. It's like, it's just, there was a lot of like random average teams. Well, it's and not maybe, college football, right? Even the Niner game, it was clear like they were dominating Seattle. It was 13 to nothing. It's college. That game is 32 to three. Right? I did see a lot of people like, I'm on a text chain when they blocked the field goal. Like, why didn't Kyle just go for it? I'm like, I don't even think it matters. I, I don't feel Seattle can come back. And I you're agree. like, well, would, if, but but you you're you like, know, well, DK one crazy those, play, yeah, yeah. I've seen you, the Niners in that game too many times. You but muff I a punt, with, yeah, exactly. Or one Jimmy pick. I mean, I truly, like, I'm not being funny. Like one Jimmy interception and bam. Well, I told you last week, and I, I I didn't put quite as much money as I was going to. I got cold feet a little bit, but I still put a decent amount of cash on Fresno to cover and to win the game. Now, I, I still believe if Hainer doesn't get hurt, they might cover. Who knows? College football is weird. But you could tell early on, you're like, you and I figured out a couple years ago, you can't totally judge a first drive in an NFL game. A yeah. lot of first drives re- result in points. Touchdowns a lot of times. But definitely, like, they move it, getting field goal range is easy. That is not how the game plays out. In college, a lot of times, like, they just keep going. <laughs> you know? It's like, I watched Michigan. I forget who they even played. But it was like, woof, woof, woof. Uh... Yeah, so, somebody they kicked their ass. Yeah, uh, uh, USC might have just maybe they lost focus when Hayner got hurt. Do you, like, do you think that's fair? Like, because they only scored forty five uh, points. I just think they lost a really good player because they scored. No, a, no, I right? meant I meant USC. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, it happened to them last week in Stanford where they had a huge lead and then they didn't quite put them away. That's possible. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I, I think it was going to be it was an eleven point game when he got hurt, and I thought you just the, the thing about SC when you're playing them with like an eleven point line. I think I checked last week on DraftKings; it was a six point line for Oregon State. Like Oregon State scored sixty eight this week, albeit against Montana State, but they can score. The problem with SC is the game's four quarters, and being within two scores of SC at halftime doesn't mean anything. Because they just don't not score. They just so the more possessions SC gets, the more points they score. Well, it's like when you have in college football, like the Niners have Ayuk and Debo, and when Kittle comes back, they should just. But they're not going to score. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be in the twenties a lot. Yeah. But you watch for years, like Bama had all the receivers, right? Now Ohio State had a couple years with the group, and now USC has them. It's just like how many college teams are going to have one NFL corner, let alone multiple guys to hang with these guys. So it's yeah. like if you have just good college players but no NFL DBs, they're probably going to score combined like three or four touchdowns total with the receivers. Yeah, the one That's- thing is will they turn it over because they have they still don't have a turnover through three games, SC. And um, their defense isn't great. 
Right. I would say of all the quarterbacks I've watched, college and pro, I, I yeah, I'm sure he's improved because he was young. He has probably been my biggest like Herbert. Like I didn't learn anything new about Herbert the other night. I, I thought the guy was a fucking war daddy. I don't even know why. I just I just kind of assumed that Eugene, small town guy. I've never seen him in an injured situation like well, that. Well, no, he's he. I bet you have if you went back and re, you'd remember that he's taken some big hits and he yeah. Can't. He just I just view him as a tough guy, right? Josh Allen, Mahomes. Like, I'm not learning anything new about any of these things. Trey, I guess I I just didn't know anything. I have learned a lot about Caleb. Like, holy shit, he's good. If, if he was draft yeah. eligible, I think he would be clearly the guy being talked about going number one overall. I agree. I said, bigger than Bryce. I said it before the game. He'd be the number one quarterback. Definitely go ahead of C.J. Stroud this year. Well, because C.J. can't move like him. His ability to move and throw, and he's just... He, were you around him at Pac-12 Media Day? You no. see him? No. Was he not there? I didn't see him in person. How big is he, is my question. I think he's like 6'2", but he's thick, clearly. Yeah. I don't think he's very tall, but he's... he got a big arm. He's he's thick. Um, On the stream comment, Iceman says, can't wait for the fate of the week. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> Our lock of the week this week was Panthers, if you missed it. 500 on that, lost. 500 the week before on the Niners to cover against the Bears, lost. Um, We talked about Ravens. Dolphins, I'm watching that game going, man, John was making the case for the Ravens. Maybe that would have been the bet. Tua had a game today, John, that he never had in college. He only had one six-touchdown game in college. That was against Ole Miss. He never threw for 469 yards in a college game at Alabama, and he had 469 yards and six touchdowns in the game. They were down 35-14 to 14 going into the third quarter. and 35-14. to 14. Yeah, and won 42-38. to 38. Mike McDaniel has now beaten John Harbaugh and Bill Belichick. <laughs> Think about that. When you watch Mike McDaniel's offense, like it's pretty creative. And those two guys are sweet. Tyreek and Waddle. I mean, Waddle had the game, the walk-off touchdown. But I, Tua did hit Tyreek on a bomb. He was wide open. But you get credit for trading for it. A guy gets wide open, right? I mean, part of Tyreek's deal. Tyreek's trying. I watched Tyreek. Like, he gets some end arounds, some slants. Not, he ain't mailing it in. I've been pretty impressed with just his effort. I was yeah. thinking, like, he just, you know, he's... He he's was hunting those nuts. touchdowns. He's he was touchdowns. going nuts after the game. Like it's in in like you could just tell. Like every motherfucker thought we was sucked. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but Harbaugh Belichick, Who pretty remarkable start. Next? Huh? Pretty I actually, remo- I actually I went and looked. I was like, do they play the Chiefs? Like, is he just going to play every great coach this year and beat them? They don't play the Chiefs, but uh, Dolphins next week play the Bills. Is he going to just go beat Josh Allen at home? Short week at home. Then he's got the Bengals reeling, the Jets, Vikings, Steelers. Yeah, I mean, they might be a playoff team. Uh, Jacksonville, shout out the Colts. John, I just got to give you that line. Matt Ryan, 16 of 30, 195, no touchdowns, three picks. Uh, other headline, the Lions put up 36 on Del Rio's defense, 36 to 27. The Lions beat the football team. Well, dust up in Detroit. Dust up in Detroit. Uh, wait, what was the dust up in Detroit? No. Was- oh, just, yeah, got it. <laughs> Joke about a comment that. Del Rio, remember guys. That's fun. right. Little dust. I follow you. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. A <laughs> lot, lot going on. I mean, it'd be easy to forget that comment. Yeah, you know? it would be. Uh Bucks, that game was three nothing going into the fourth quarter. So the final score, 20 to 10, does not tell the story there. Rams almost blew it against the Falcons. I don't know if you saw that. Falcons scored 17 points in the fourth. Uh, but eventually the Rams won 31 to 27. So what looked like that was hey, like J- Jalen game winning pick in the end zone. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, is that how that game ended? Yeah. Um, 
it would be oh the game ended actually with an Aaron Donald. You're right. There was a pick and then an Aaron Donald sack fumble recovery at the end of the game. Um, I just that game was like an 11 point line. If you had the Rams to cover, you would have been feeling pretty good about that. It's just big numbers in the NFL or yeah, are dicey. Well, I, if I had won, because uh, we put the Panthers, I also put my own bet on the Panthers as well as the Commanders. If I had won one of those games, I was going to put however much I won and my bet. I mean, it could have been up to a thousand dollars on Bears Packers tonight, and that line was ten. Now, maybe as you listen to this, they did cover, but it is these big. I would stay away from these bigger lines right now, right, till we get a little more information on the season. <laughs> I agree. It's just you looked at the slate today and went, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. And after the fact, you know, like if the Ravens had won by 21, you'd be like, yeah, of course they did. That was obvious. But then they didn't. They lost. And Tua threw for four. Tua is probably, I mean, Tua is going to be the, not that we ever talk about this award, it doesn't matter. Tua is going to be the offensive player of the week in the NFL. How many touchdowns did he throw? Six Six. or five? Okay, man, what a... I got to eat dinner. I'm starving. If Brady was the front office for the Dolphins right now, does he kick himself because he can't replace the QB? <laughs> yeah. If Brady had like made himself the GM of the Dolphins with the intent of making himself the quarterback, he wouldn't be able to replace two of this week. Good take. One last take. I'll end it on the Tampa. Yeah. Actually, two two road victories. Dallas beat the Saints finally, kind of kicked their ass. James fell apart. They got a few feeling pretty good about themselves. Is Tampa going to be a sneaky team to to take to cover week uh, week three? Sorry, then dinner time after this. Who does Tampa play? Blah 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 blah. Tam- Ooh, Tampa minus three at home against the Bucks. Just take. I mean, against the um, Packers. You got to keep an eye on the second half. See how it goes. It's not going to matter. What happens today is not going to matter next Sunday, the way things are playing out. That is true. Okay. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Uh, who knows what happens this week? But um, I'm sure we'll get a report, Dr. Neil Ella Trash or somebody successful surgery on Monday, hopefully. And James Andrews still alive? Or James Andrews, I don't know, whoever. We're going to find out the name of the surgeon because that really matters. Yeah. And um, hopefully it all goes smoothly and um, we all have a great week. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Later. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.